0: It's time for the Press Box with Brad and John.
1: Well, I can't believe it. 92 yards and Lindsey really got in a foot race. I broke my chair. I came right through a chair. A metal steel chair with about a five inch cushion. I broke it. The booth came apart. There's stadium. Well, the stadium fell down. Now
2: they do have to renovate this thing. They'll have to rebuild it now. The <laughs> John as a whole, said well.
3: Awaiting the, the spot. the spot. the kick
4: is
3: up, the kick is down! Somebody has run out on the field, some goofball in a hat, and a red shirt, now he takes off the shirt, he's running down the middle by the 50, he's at the 30, he's bare-chested and banging his chest, now he runs the opposite way, he runs at the 50, he runs at the 40, the guy is drunk! But there he goes, the 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop well, that now, man. here comes the blue coat. Coming. Oh, they got him. Here comes they're coming the blue from the coast. left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Watson takes a
0: snap, rolls right, looks into the end zone. Hunter, and they it.
3: Touchdown,
0: touchdown, touchdown. With a second left, Watson hits Renfro, and Clemson grabs a 34 31
3: lead.
5: Now, Brad Sinketh and John Hyde with the Press Box on The Roar.
4: Good morning and welcome to the Press Box. Brad Sinketh here with John Hyde, broadcasting live on this Thursday, February the 15th, 2024. Thanks so much for being a part of the show today here on The Roar, 105.5-97.5. Theorfm.com, broadcasting live from the upcountry fiber studios. Daniel Shirley coming up here in a couple of hours. Our good friend from the Athletic.com. Join us around eleven oh five. Make sure you are tuned in for that. Six five four roar. You want to get in. I'm trying to hurry up and get through all of that so I can tell you that we have breaking news in college football. I thought you were going to play something there for me, John. can we can we get a uh, can we get another one played? Can we get what? Another one. Oh boy. This is not a transfer portal. This opens, reopens the loop. Sean Elliott, former South Carolina assistant, now can be called current South Carolina assistant. The head coach at Georgia State announced this morning by several outlets that he is headed back to Columbia. To be Shane Beamer's tight ends and run game coordinator.
0: Boy, tight ends coach. That escalated quickly.
4: Yeah. You want to know how quickly that escalated? Uh, Beamer lost. Justin Stepp. Uh, what day was that, John? Last weekend? Was it over the weekend? Was it Was a Monday we discussed it? Time is irrelevant to me. Was it Monday maybe we discussed that? And so they had an opening. And so Sean Elliott left Georgia State literally hours, I'm not making this up, folks, literally hours after they walked off the practice field. Not the weight room, not a team meeting, the practice field. Georgia State started spring ball yesterday. Sean Elliott held a press conference that's on YouTube, and I just watched some of it. (laughs) 21 hours ago and he's out the door on February the 15th and the loop is back open. We have a head coaching position to fill in FBS. Mind blown. John, how are you this morning?
6: <laughs> uh a little taken back. I'm doing well, but uh I'm done here in the arguments and the complaints of The players shouldn't be able to do this or that.
4: Yeah, player freedom arguments are null and void
6: when stuff like this happens. I just don't get it, man. You were spurned by this school. They did not want you to have the job in 2015 when you were the interim. And then you go to Georgia State and you get a good opportunity. And I, yeah, he has three games below 500 as a head coach, but I thought he's done a pretty good job at Georgia State. Got him into a new stadium, new facility. He I, almost
4: got fired last year, and then they started like 6 and 0, oh, and then they lost the rest of their games yeah. after that.
6: Oh, I understand yeah. it's a reset of the clock. <laughs> but what are we doing resetting the clock on February 15th when you've already started spring practice? I don't know. Yeah. He went forty one and
4: forty-four at Georgia State, uh twenty seven and thirty. Now, if you remember, he was the man in charge at South Carolina when Steve Spurrier decided in the middle of the season, I'm out.
6: I'm out of here. I'm going. Well, I mean This does show that he's a part of the Spurrier tree. <laughs> Just throwing in the towel at a very inopportune time. Yeah. For your own personal benefit. Caw. Uh, what? But how? How is this a personal benefit? What What are the advantages of leaving resetting the clock Bec- you're as not... a tight ends coach? Oh, I think it makes no sense. But I'm just I'm trying to rationalize it here. To me, it makes zero sense in the world. Why you would give up being a head coach at a school and you can't use the Scott Satterfield defense if He wants to get closer to home because he's from Camden. He's in Atlanta. He's not the coach at Washington State who needs to get closer to home. Yeah, this isn't Ryan Grubb. That's, I mean, it's... I, I, I cannot make any sense of it. And it, I, mean, I know how it's going to be spun. The guy was at South Carolina from 2010 to 2016. It's going to be spun as welcome home, man.
4: It already is, yes. Gamecock fans on social media are very excited about this move. And, I mean, mean really, there's no downside to bringing in Sean Elliott. I mean, is there?
6: No. Other than he might leave, <laughs> you know. Well, other, if, uh, than, other than he's tying himself to a coaching staff that's on the hot seat. Well, maybe. It's a it, warm seat. It is a, it's a very different coaching staff right now than it was
4: three months ago. Vastly different coaching staff. We'll talk more about that. But this is clearly a what-in-the-world kind of moment when you see a guy who, I mean, he just started his practice yesterday. He met with the media. Sean, he met with the media. They're talking about the first spring practice. Probably knowing that he was out the door and headed to Columbia in a few hours. I don't I don't know that I can buy that Shane Beamer called him at 2 o'clock yesterday or 5 o'clock yesterday and said, come on. And he, I mean, maybe. Maybe it happened like that. But, you know, he probably had to sleep on the decision. You know, he probably had to think it over for a couple of days. And this job has been open since the weekend, so he, Shane Beamer's been doing some due diligence and looking around and eyeing some candidates. So, man, that's tough. I, can you imagine? Like, I, oh. it's one thing if you are. In, I mean, there's no field of work where this is probably a great thing for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's, sure. it's not great to be going through your job, going through the motions, knowing you're about to walk out the door. I've worked with plenty of people who did that. And I worked with some who walked out the door on us and and just and left their, their workload in shambles. And those who were remaining had to pick up the pieces. It stinks. But it's different when you're a leader of young men and you're standing in front of them on
6: the first day of spring practice and trying to motivate and, and get them to buy into you on day one. I need your buy-in from today until the end of the year, guys, because we're about to start a journey.
4: And you walk out the door the next day. The office is packed, and you're gone. That is that's hard for me to wrap my mind around. And
6: it's to be a tight ends okay. coach. <laughs> I, I don't want to like to throw shade on that position because it's a one of the ten on field coaching positions. I get it, but he, this is not a Chip Kelly situation. He didn't lead to be an OC. Like I don't think this is Sean Elliott doing this so he can be the tight ends coach for the New York Giants next year. Right. He's never, I mean, he's never worked in Oregon in He's worked, worked at three college. schools. He has spent time at only three schools, Brad. Yeah. App State his alma mater, South Carolina and Georgia State. In 20 years of coaching, he's worked at
4: three schools. That's actually pretty good. You know? I mean, me, some of these guys are at three schools in a year. I'm not talking about players. I'm talking about coaches. And he's able to... To find places he likes to be and that like him and he's stayed for a long time. But I mean, he was the coach of Georgia State since 2017. I I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing he was feeling like I, we, we need more information. This is so early on in this. We need more information on what happened at Georgia State. I think that's the story. I know it's a local store because it's you know, an in state team, a team we talk about a lot on this station. Bringing in, bringing a guy back to their their program, but to me the story is why Lee George Why was it so bad that you had to up and leave the day after spring ball started? Like what? I mean, because you, you can't sell me that this was just an enormous opportunity that you can't turn down. What? <laughs> you are the head coach of a team, right? An FBS Division One football team. And you left that to go be a tight ends run game coordinator. You know
6: we're, we're we're seeing a, a good bit of this on the Adams Co roofing text line, Brad. Well, players do it every day. The reason we gave the players the ability to do this every day is because coaches, coaches do this. were, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: That's the that's the
6: the, the whole reason, reason the transfer portal exists yeah. is because of moves like this. Because the NCAA realized if the coaches
4: were going to continue to do this, that they were going to get. St- sued in court over and over again. And I mean, a judge ruled in in the favor that players who were having having to abide by the NCAA rule, the only rule they had about not being able to transfer multiple times, that rule got thrown out the window by a judge because the argument was, but coaches do this all the time. How can you hold a, a player to the same standard when a coach can leave whenever he wants? And that's what happened here. Sean Elliott takes off for South Carolina, leaving Georgia State and opening up the 30-day transfer portal window and now another head coaching job at the FBS level.
6: I will say, I think we're seeing it right now at UCLA, too. I don't think we get it this type of the calendar. I don't think the 30-day window means anything. Because of academics, Because you have to be showing proof of progress towards a degree. Yeah. But you want to talk about having a... um, Less than stellar spring ball at Georgia State. You would talk about laying a poor foundation for the twenty-four season. How in the world are these guys supposed to get up for the next fourteen practices, thirteen in the spring game, when their coach just up and walked?
4: I have no clue, and I don't. I don't know what you even do if you're Georgia State in this situation. They have someone on campus who can just. You know, somebody's already on staff who can just step in and take over you. have to you almost have to do that. You can't go do a coaching search right now. You're in the middle of spring ball. Has has this ever happened before that a coach you know, we we've seen some coaches fired around this time of the year. Yeah. But have has has a coach ever left or been fired in the like during spring practice? Like when you when you said like what they're doing is laying the foundation for an entire season? I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but This has been reported and confirmed by so many people that I, th- there's no way this is not true at this point.
6: <laughs> wow. Uh, I, 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 I will say, and I just sometimes when we have stories like this, when a local team is involved, that I like to go and just come over the Adams & Co. Roofing text line just to see. Everybody who is, I can tell a South Carolina fan, is saying this is a non-story and a good move, (laughs) but everybody else is saying this is a problem for college football. How is it a non-story?
4: You're telling me, I haven't opened up a text on it, you're telling me someone is arguing this is a non-story? Yeah. Man, you you don't don't follow very many stories, do you? This is not a non-story. Guy left a
6: head coaching job. In February. Right after they've already started spring ball. It's not as if they started spring ball on February 28th and he left today. They started two days ago. Brad, you have a press conference where you met with the media as the head coach of Georgia State from 21 hours ago. Laying the foundation for a great season. I'm not going to be here. I mean, can anybody out there
4: legitimately try to argue in any way whatsoever that every player on that Georgia State team shouldn't be able to leave the program. They just got told, "I'm out." The day after they laid the very initial foundation of a season.
6: Hey guys, here are the rules and expectations for the team of the season. I'll check in with you afterwards. I mean, I hate this for Georgia State's program, but
4: do I would I be would I feel sorry if they if every single player left? No, they have they should have
6: the right to do that, and they do. This is why, because you. <laughs> the coach just left everyone who does not like the transfer portal this is why it was created
4: how do you see that this is this is where the problem lies in all of this because we are we have been programmed to believe that football is a loyalty game and that you you have to quote-unquote buy in to what the coaches are selling whether like you don't You as a human being are not able to motivate yourself enough to play football at a high level. You need the team mentality. You need everybody working together in unison, in one direction. All all those stupid cliches that get used all the time. We're programmed to believe that that's the case. And then something like this happens. And it's like, I mean, does, does that stuff even matter well, anymore?
6: It's just, it's tough when you hear the head coach saying, hey, you need to just, you know, remove yourself from the outside noises. Don't be distracted by all the stuff that's out there. I need you to be bought in, all in on this program. Oh, guys, I got a better opportunity. I'm gone. But, yeah, we're going to blame the players because they're selfish, and they only want what's best for them, and they don't want to have any loyalty, and when want, things get
4: tough, they, they just want to leave. They don't want
6: to put the work lead. in. They don't... But yet Sean Elliott can up and leave on February fifteenth after they started spring practice to go be a tight ends coach at another school, and it's a non story six five four roar
4: you want to get in
6: i I'm just trying to illustrate the point that
4: everybody's so hard on the players, but then a coach does this, and we're supposed to just still be hard on the players when when you got somebody preaching to you, loyalty all in give it everything you got, do it for your brothers, do it for me, do it for this, this school, and then he's gone the day after spring practice starts. There's a reason, folks, the players think the way they think, because they see the actions of the leaders in front of them. 6 5 four, four, more to come.
7: It's a new year, but one thing remains the same. Elkmont is the upstate's destination for the best in lifestyle clothing, shoes, unique gifts, outdoor gear, and so much more. Offering great footwear from on running, vans, UFOs, Birkenstock, and more. Incredible selection of jewelry featuring Kendra Scott and game day and lifestyle clothing from the most popular brands like Patagonia, Viore, Filson, Free Fly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, and more. Shop South Carolina's largest selection of on running shoes and enjoy great discounts on select game day and winter apparel as our winter clearance sale begins. Find the latest arrivals and fashion trends from Elkmont's Facebook and Instagram pages or shop Elkmont online at ElkmontTradingCompany.com. That's E-L-K-M-O-N-T TradingCompany.com. Elkmont is conveniently located in Powdersville off of 153 and in Clemson at 93 and Highway 123. And finally, go Tigers! Serving delicious meals at a fair price
0: for over 50 years, Wendy's commitment to good done right is unwavering. For decades, they've served up great deals to feed the whole family. And nowadays, they're bringing you breakfast favorites. The Pretzel Baconator, the Biggie Bag, and you can't forget the Frosty. All available to order in the palm of your hands with the Wendy's app. Doing the right thing in the right way is the Wendy's way. Download the Wendy's app and visit your local store today.
5: Dr. David Maruz, DC in Greenville, South Carolina, is here to guide you on your journey toward a pain-free life from peripheral neuropathy. And here's the exciting news. Take advantage of their limited time offer. Your initial Sumas laser treatment is just $79. Take the first step towards a brighter future. Call 864-292-6777 now to schedule your consultation with Dr. David Maruz, DC. And schedule your initial treatment for only $79, absolutely commitment-free. Relieve peripheral neuropathy pain now ramp.com slash sports
7: no one wants it to happen to them but unfortunately chances are good that at some point it'll happen to you roof troubles it's one of the most important parts of your biggest investment so when you need repairs or a new installation you need someone who you can trust to get the job done right you need joe Robertson and son roofing
5: As a family owned and operated roofing company for nearly six decades, Joe Robertson and Son have built a reputation for quality craftsmanship. It's why thousands of Upstate home and business owners have chosen them for their roofing needs. Beyond providing quality work they're proud to stand by, Joe Robertson and Son Roofing also takes a client first approach to their job. That means quality roofing, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. Put it all together and it's easy to see why they're the Upstate's premier roofing provider.
7: You can't cut corners when it comes to roof repairs and installations, so go with the trusted name in the upstate. Go with Joe Robertson and Son Roofing. Get started today by visiting them online at robertsonroofing.net. Broadcasting live from the UpCountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. A glass case of emotion Well, that's what we're here for To get you out of your sports Glass case of emotion You're welcome We are The Roar
4: Back here live on The Roar The Press Box with Brad and John Fort Hill Natural Gas Go check them out uh fhnga.com if you haven't been over there. Uh it's a just a very efficient, uh safe way to heat your home, your business. Uh, you need to really check them out if you have not. They have offices over in Seneca and Easley, but you go to their website and you can learn a whole lot more about Fort Hill Natural Gas Authority, how to set up an account, rebates that they're offering, uh, becoming a customer. Uh, how they how they handle your your meter you can set up bank drafts energy tips online it's just i mean all kinds of stuff over there at fhnga.com and they've been servicing pickens oconey and northern Anderson county since 1952 and there's a reason that they're still doing so go check them out at fort hill natural gas today 654 we're about to go to the phone lines here in a moment the news that came out this morning sean elliott was the head coach at Georgia State until this morning when it was announced or reported, I should say, uh, that he is headed back to South Carolina where he was formerly an assistant under uh, Steve Spurrier, and he became the interim when Spurrier walked away in the middle of the 15th season. And then Elliott left and went to Georgia Southern in 2017 and uh, held that post until this morning, as far as we know. And they did start spring practice yesterday and he had a, he had a press conference with the media yesterday. Uh we don't know the exact timeline of the events. Um you know, I still have a hard time believing he didn't know when he was standing in front of the media talking about his team that he was, you know, about to go pack up his office after the interview. Could be wrong on that. Maybe it really did happen last night. But generally speaking, you don't get a job interview or a, a, a job offer uh and accept it in an hour. Necessarily, you. There's probably been some preliminary discussions or something back and forth. this job has been open since the weekend, so there's probably some contact that had to have been made. I don't think Shane just picked up the phone and said, "Hey, Sean, come on. Okay, man, I'll see you in, see you in an hour. You know, or see you in three hours. I'll drive over." Now, Elliot did retain his home in in Columbia while he was the head coach for a long time, again since '17. At Georgia State. So, is this a family move? Yeah, look, his, his reasons are his reasons. I'm not, I'm not, whatever he wanted to do in terms of his reasoning is fine. My point is if you walk out the door like that when spring ball has already started and you laid the foundation for your program for the year, why do we get so mad at players for doing it? And I, I don't believe it's apples to oranges. Some aspects, yes. Coaches are under a contract, right? You can get out of a contract, you can buy out of a contract, you can get bought out of a contract. Players or not. I understand that. But to say, and I told his group with a with text here on the eyes Grove text line, when a player commits on sign he commits to a school, not a coach, that's not the case anymore. I, I'm sorry, you're just not understanding. I'm not trying to be mean, but I just don't think you understand how recruiting works nowadays. You go and talk to 50 recruits. You talk to five recruits. They're not committing to the school. They are committing to the coach. It may have been that way 30 years ago, but times have changed. It is just not the case. And that's, I'm not saying that, that's not my opinion, John. I think that's just the recruiting industry knowledge now that's out
6: there. Yeah, I don't think that has been the case in 20 years. Yeah. Those guys signed up to play for Sean Elliott, not for I Georgia mean, State. One of my best friends when we graduated high school in 2006 played Division One college football. And I remember his recruitment. I think it was like Oklahoma, Florida, and Georgia Tech were three of the schools at the time. I was like, well, you know, what do you think about these? like, well, obviously Georgia Tech's the best school, but I, mean, I want to go play for Bob Stoops. Mm. That's what it came down to. Yeah. Almost 20 years ago. I just want to go play for Bob Stoops. I just
4: want to go play for Bob Stoops. Do uh, you think Nick Saban just
6: now, listen, got what, lucky? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Brad, you and I picked where we went to college for different reasons than recruits, right? Correct. Vastly, yes. We picked the place because of the school, because of all the things that you could get while you were there. Meanwhile, the players the like I, I'm not. I didn't pick. It's not. I'm not trying to sit out here and say like I had a bad professor. But, like I didn't pick Clemson University because of the the professors, the list of professors. I picked Clemson University for all the reasons that there are to select a college. It's just different. Yeah. I just I have a tough time thinking though if he knew he wanted to get back. And he knew this was his plan. Why start spring ball so early? You're in control of that.
4: Well, I mean, some of these things were mapped out months and months in advance. He didn't know there was going to be an I, opening uh... in South Carolina. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't understand. Like I understand why he's to a certain extent, I understand why he's doing it. You know, mm-hmm. resetting the clock, I guess, or. You know, again, he he almost got, almost got. Yeah, your family's there. I get that. Your family was there. You look. The Palmetto State is his home. Okay, that is where he was. He was born. Uh, that is, you know, he he went to App State uh, for school and he he coached there and stuff. But he, he, true and true, he he's a Palmetto State
6: guy. Right? Yeah, and there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. I guess if you knew you wanted to get back, and I, I understand maybe it's just pie-in-the-sky thinking here, but man, then leave in December and go take an analyst job there. Yeah. Or yeah. like yeah. If being in Columbia and being in South Carolina is that important to you, and, and, and if that is, that's fine. But then go do that. Don't try to just... I, I don't know. I, just, I have a tough time understanding that we're going to just up and leave after practice has started. Yeah. If we get
4: anything more on this uh, breaking story, we'll pass it along to you. But as of now, Sean Elliott leaving Georgia State to go be the uh, tight ends coach and run game coordinator for Shane Beamer, uh, who has certainly reshaped his staff. I do want to get into that coming up uh, in just a little bit. Before we go to the phone lines, last night in college basketball, I don't want to bury the lead, Clemson 77, Miami 60, the Tigers – as I said yesterday, they would win by double digits. It wouldn't be easy, but they would. They turned it on late in the second half, final ten minutes. They just went on an absolute tear and and just destroyed Miami in the um, you know final final stretch of that game. Uh, blew him out by seventeen. Very good game by Chase Hunter, who had twenty points to lead the Tigers. Uh, I thought that that big one he hit from the from the right side over into the corner. That big three he hit. Uh, you just knew then that. This was Clemson's night. It was Clemson's game. But that was a great shot and a great game for Chase. He continues to be aggressive. We talked about that, but he was he was feeling it last night. Joe Girard continues to shoot pretty well here. Uh, 3 of 11, so not super efficient from the three-point line, but he did score 18 points total and nailed all five of his free throws. P.J. Hall, a little bit of a, a, an off night for him, if you will. 13 points, six rebounds. He just was kind of out of sync, I thought, through most of the game. Wasn't really into, into the flow. Uh, But a really, really solid game on the boards for Ian Shefflin once again. Grabbed his 11 rebounds. And I thought maybe the player of the night, as good as Chase was, and I'm not trying to take away from him, but Jack Clark, eight points, six rebounds, three assists, two blocks, two steals, and zero turnovers in the game. I mean, you talk about a guy who filled up the stat sheet and did something positive on both ends of the floor repeatedly. Uh, Jack Clark. Really settling in, I think being the the glue guy they wanted him to be, and he was just derailed by injuries just before the season even started, it's taken him this long I think to really figure out who he is on this team, but I thought that was a uh I thought that was a great performance uh from Jack Clark. do you agree, John?
6: Oh yeah, I think it may have been his best performance as a tiger, yeah,
4: yeah, it was uh, a a heck of a run there for Clemson to um pull away and knock off Miami in a very, very needed victory uh, for Clemson as they continue to try to work their way back up the ACC standings. We'll take a look at that in a few minutes here. I want to get to the phone lines here in this segment. Javante's uh, up next. Hey, Javante, how you doing? What's going on? What's going on? Those game
1: calls got slower last night. I was wrong on my prediction. Try to tell I you. Yeah. Had, to, had to call in this morning. But I just want to say well, to that Sean Elliott situation, Uh, We never know. Well, I mean, we don't know if he was on the breaking point at Georgia State. This was a make-or-break year for
0: him. And in his mind, he's thinking that Shane Beamers will make a break and he
1: may be the next coach at South Carolina. You know, we don't know what he's thinking at this moment. I'll take comments off the air, but I'll say this. Uh, They turned him down last time. You know, he might think they'll go back
4: to him this time. Maybe Go Tigers and have a good day. Thank you, Javante. Appreciate you getting in you know i don't know that i want to say he's out there playing chess uh he or he's kevin still in this thing s t e a l not S-T-E-E-L-E.
6: although I, is it is it plausible oh yeah, yeah no i'm not i'm not saying it's not uh, well you can convince hey, me but if we are going to operate under the premise that shane beamer is on even a warm seat not the worst move in the world for Ray Tanner to have a guy on staff who's already been his interim football coach before.
4: Well, I mean, there's a lot of veteran guys on this staff now. There's a lot of options if things go awry in Columbia. Sean Elliott, now another one of those kind of uh, of coaches. So I, I still that feels like you're that's like a lot of move. That that's a Kevin Steele thing, you know? Like Kevin Steele w- was literally trying to get the head coaching job before he ever took the job at Auburn to be the the coordinator, right? Wasn't he trying to steal it away from Brian Harson basically?
6: Um, Well, he was already there under Gus. I, I can't remember how the... Or maybe it was Gus, he, but he was he was in no, position. He, yeah, he was in position. He was the interim between Gus and when they hired Harson. It,
4: it was Tennessee that he was going to try to
6: steal Yeah, the Tennessee, job he straight up just took the job to try to <laughs> finagle his way in there, and he was employed for like three weeks. Uh, <laughs> I don't... I don't know that Sean Elliott.
4: Uh, I think he has a lot of respect for South Carolina. I don't think he's just trying to use the school to get something he wants. Uh, he probably has a lot of respect for Shane Beamer. These two worked together um, under did, under did Spurrier. They? I think did did they not? Was he not? Two thousand ten. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that was right when Beamer Beamer left around then, didn't he? Around two thousand twelve. I want to I, say
6: I can't remember Beamer's entire timeline.
4: Uh, I will give it to you. He, yeah, 2010. He, so they were there for one year, I guess, together. Uh, he went to Virginia Tech in 2011. So the two have crossed paths plenty of times and I'm sure know each other quite well. So I, I'm I'm not saying he's trying to take his job. I'm not here to say that, but I'm also not going to refute it if that's what you're trying to lay out. Let's go to Delvin. He's up next. Delvin, how are you? I'm
2: doing good. How you guys doing? Doing well. A couple things on um, your know, Jack Clark playing last night. They was the missing. You know he didn't even get to play in the Miami game when they played in the first in January. So uh, it seemed like he made a difference on the court last night because they missed him in the first game. About this whole Sean Elliott thing, uh, what um what George Stigler probably had to do is do what UAB did a couple years ago when um, um Bill Clark couldn't coach because of his injury. They went intern for a year. And then make your decision after that. Do you want to stick with the coach or go to the new coach? They they didn't stick with the coach who took them to a bowl game and won the bowl game for when they were trend different. But they were, they were going to have to do the season because, like you said, Spring Spratt don't start it. So now you got to go to the intern coach, probably go to intern coach for the season. And, and if he does good, you can keep him. If you don't, you're just going to have to go a different route and find your coach. But, it's gonna be a good. I think it's gonna be a good head to coach job. Anyway, he's right there in the state of Georgia. You get some recruits, but it's just a shame that he left like that. And like I said, I stopped blaming the players leaving a long time ago. When coaches started signing contracts, get a contract extension one year and then leave the next year, I stopped blaming players for that. I said players can leave because your coach is gonna do it. You should do it too. So I think I want to make people calling me short to saying that, and people got mad at me about why are you why are you saying that for a cause. I said coaches leave all the time. They don't they don't, leave. They, they don't um since they contract so. I don't blame the players for the leaving. I just, just like I agree with John. It's just a shame that he left. You start spring practice, sit out a game plan, set out your whole what you want to do for the season stuff. And now you leave after that. It's got to be something, man. I gotta hear from him. They gotta be prepared. Come, he gotta explain why. I want to report. it why he left his team high and dry like that.
4: I would like to find that out. Yes, Delvin. I, I think it would be good uh, to get some reasoning on on the timing of this and why he felt you know a day after spring ball started that it was a good time to leave but there's you know i I get there's never a good time to leave but you're you bring up some good points thanks for the call delvin i appreciate it today have a good one
6: can i give you a quote from sean elliott in his press conference there from yesterday from yesterday when he was the head coach at georgia state okay good energy out there today a lot of new faces which is good it's fun to coach new players because they're all just so eager to learn what did they learn so leave whenever you want
4: again I, i'm we people jump all over the players for this all the time and a coach does it and it, it's okay if a coach does it but oh I don't let the player do it is is that
6: not no. the larger percentage of the, of the comments that we receive based on the adams and cut roofing text line yes we have seen what's the big deal i have no problem with this whatsoever well, do you but you if a the player, player decided to enter the portal after the first day of spring practice because they didn't like what was, whatever the reason was, this is unsustainable, this is a horrible model, what are we doing? We're going to ruin college sports. That's what people would say. We've had those shows. We've read those texts. Six, five, four, or more to come after this.
4: Carolina Topics is your go-to solution for maintaining a healthy and vibrant lawn. With our specialized soil conditioning program, we ensure your grass stays nutritious and healthy. Right now, take advantage of our limited-time offer and receive a free lawn aeration when you sign up for our program. Trust us to help your lawn thrive all season long. Visit us now at CarolinaTopdressing.com for your free quote. And as always, go Tigers!
3: Mark your calendar for February 26th from noon until 1.30. It's the annual State of Clemson with special guests, including Clemson University President Jim Clements and Clemson City Mayor Robert Halfacre. Register at the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce website at clemsonareachamber.org. Join area leaders and businesses for the annual State of Clemson, Monday, February 26th at the Madron Center at 12 noon. Advanced registration is required. Clemsonareachamber.org. Mourning the loss of a loved one can be painful. If your loved one dies due to the negligence of someone else, you need someone by your side to help get you justice. Nick Lavery Clemson's local attorney will help you navigate a wrongful death lawsuit. Nick and his staff are here to help you through every step of the legal process. Call today for your free consultation at 864-654-3680 or visit nicklaverylaw.com. Get two Scratch Made Sausage Biscuits from Bojangles for just $4. It's bow
0: time. Just trust me. We've all heard or said these words ourselves at various points. It's going to be great. Just trust me. We say that all the time. And that's basically what I'm saying when you hear me talk about PhD weight loss. I'm just asking you, just trust me. And now the reality is, a few of y'all are thinking things like this Will it be safe? Or, you know, perhaps more commonly, will I fail? Nope, you won't fail because they won't let you. You're not your past. Whatever diet pills or injections you did in the past failed you. Wanting to drop weight is 80% of the battle, so you're almost there, and the other 20% is having an expert on your side, a way to keep you on track. Keeping you on track is what PhD does. It's the most important thing that they do. I want you to think about this. Think about what not doing PhD will do. Multiply five pounds times five years of doing nothing, you're another 25 plus pounds overweight, if you don't stop right now and call Ph.D. For more info, go to the website at MyPhDWeightLoss.com.
3: Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Ravens' Anderson plan, maker of high-quality umbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign on bonus. And once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com.
5: When you wake up well rested on a great mattress, everything becomes clear. Huh, I do make everything about me. Things you missed when you were tired finally reveal themselves. That meeting could have been an email. It's the President's Day Sale at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 on select Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets and get a $300 gift toward pillows and more, all with free and fast delivery. The right mattress matters. We'll find yours. Restrictions apply. See store or website for details.
7: The Roar, your home for all things analytics and salary cap analysis.
4: Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five?
7: We are The Roar, where every
4: day is game day. Press box. Thanks for joining us today. Appreciate you getting in six five four roar. We'd love to hear from you. You've Got a lot of texts coming on the Ask Cover Your Text line. We'll get to more uh, for that in a moment. Um, but again, you want to get on the phone line six five four roar. You know, I was looking through the coaching staff for South Carolina. Uh, there is a, I mean, a lot of veteran leadership now on this on this staff. There's not a lot of young. You know, the young, energetic guys, you know, in their, their late late 20s, early 30s, trying to make a name for themselves kind of guy. There's not that on the coaching staff anymore. It's a lot of seasoned, grizzled veterans. You know, I like to use all the, the buzzwords here, John, uh, the cliches. But there are. Uh, you know, you look at some of the new hires. You know, Marco Blackwell, who was at uh, A&M, you know, but he had, he had been coaching at Old Miss and Houston, and he's been all over, um, you know, SEC land uh, as well. Uh, West Virginia, I mean, this guy's been coaching for for a long, long time. Uh, And then you think, you know, Joe uh, DeCamillis, the special teams coach that they brought in last month uh, to take over for Pete Limbo. He was coaching the NFL for 30-plus years. You know, he ran Texas' special teams. For Sarkisian last year, and they were really good. You know, I mean, guys, go, guys go they have over thirty something years. You know, that's again, these are very, very seasoned veteran guys. James Coley, we talked about when he got hired. He's been around for a good while now. Uh, Travian Robertson's been around for a long time now. I mean, he was a former player at South Carolina, um, but just a, you know, just the guys that they've been bringing in 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 recent years. Uh, or in recent times, much more experienced, I think, than a lot of the, the other ones. And then you bring in Sean Elliott now. Look, this is not, in, in no way are we arguing in any way whatsoever. And I don't think either one of us have said this at all. That this is a bad hire for South Carolina. Let me be perfectly clear. This is a really good move for Beamer. Unless he's playing the Kevin Still game. I'm still not going to give him even enough credit to play that kind of chess right now. But, just in terms of
6: what Sean Elliott does and brings and, and for coaching acumen. It may not be Sean Elliott playing that chess. Could it be Ray Tanner? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Now, wait a minute. Now, now you want to get me talking about if Ray
4: Tanner's playing chess? I know checkers can be a bit complicated, <laughs> but... that You said that, not me. But do I think that... It's a good move for South Carolina to bring in Sean Elliott, of
6: course. It's a good move for South Carolina. There's no doubt about it this is a good move for South Carolina. The only issue that I have with it is if he knew he wanted to get to Columbia, then go be an analyst and wait for the position coach job to come open. Because he's been well compensated over his career. If you knew you wanted out, my only issue with all of this is starting spring practice on the 13th, and being hired at South Carolina on the 15th. Yeah.
4: Uh, you know, he may be actually even be getting a pay bump with what they're paying some assistance. According to the database, the USA Today database, he made $811,000 in 2023.
6: I mean, he may get a small pay bump, but if you could just go look at the new hires that Clemson's made, their position coaches, it's a little bit more, but like, I think Rumswell, well, like 890, I mean, it's not a huge... But his head
4: coaching experience will get him a lot of money. On oh, a I'm sure the run Power game, five I'm staff. sure
6: the run game title will give it a bump. And but like, I don't really see him making more than a million. No, but but it's still what I'm saying is it's yeah, still it, an it, increase in pay. It, it's a bump
4: in pay. I just I don't know. And he doesn't have to commute anymore. You know that saves money. I have to pay for a place to live in Atlanta while he's coaching and then drive back and forth see his, his family in, in Columbia. So, I mean, he actually nets even more money than that, you know, by by making the switch. I, again, there's there's no reasons. This is not a negative for South Carolina or Sean Elliott. The issue is it's a negative for Georgia State and the players on that team. They, they committed to play for him. Him. All right. I don't, I highly doubt, folks, that there was a lot of players on their roster that grew up Watching Georgia State football and wanted to play there so badly.
6: Because it didn't exist.
4: Exactly. He convinced them that he was the guy who was going to help them reach their academic goals and their sports goals and hopefully their professional goals at some point in their lives. That's my point. 654-ROAR. You want to get in on the show today. Uh, But this is a big move. Big move. In, in Especially when he football. is the uh,
6: third head coach in school history. Wow. Bill Curry, Trent Miles, Sean Elliott. And as Delvin talked about earlier, it,
4: it would make the most sense if, if there's someone on staff who can handle it. I don't even know if there is.
6: I, honestly. But
4: you have to give it an interim.
6: Keep the whole staff together. I mean, unless Sean Elliott wants to bring these guys in as analysts or something. I don't know. But do, do the – I mean, at this point, you really see the figurehead. I see Bill Curry? Let's bring him back for one year. <laughs> Keep the whole staff in place. Let them do their jobs. Is there a... someone who could be an ambassador for the program?
4: Is there a decent chance that uh, we see some transfers in between now and no. the summer? Go to well, no, Columbia? Uh,
6: Maybe. I mean, it'll be in the spring window. I don't think. I, I don't think there's going to be massive departures in this little 30-day window that's now going to open for him. You're in the middle of the semester. What are you going to do? I don't know. I know. Uh, I know we scoff at academics now, but...
4: Do you know who's on his staff? I, I just went through the Georgia State staff. Here's a name he hadn't heard in a while, but it's not an old name. Quinshaw Davis. Prodigy Gaffney. You remember Quinshaw went to North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. He's on his staff at... Uh, he's the receiver's coach. At Georgia State, so I was looking to see if anybody you know caught my eye of somebody who could be you know the the interim or whatever. But I don't, I don't. I mean, can, nobody else seen on here. Guess that one thing that
6: does bother me about this move. I don't like that instead of giving coaches first time opportunities here, we're retreading so many of these hires right now. What do you mean? Like, well, we talked about this with DJ Durkin when he got the job at Auburn. Of how many young, up-and-coming coaches could have gotten that job. How many minority hires that could have been made. Yeah. But instead, you do that. I, I just... I don't know. I feel like there's so many good, quality, young, up-and-coming coaches that could have really... just would have, would have embraced this opportunity. full. So I'm not saying that Sean Elliott's not going to embrace the opportunity because, I mean, he took the job. I think he will. I just... I don't know. I, I worry about what we're doing here, where we're just poaching head coaches all over the place versus giving guys opportunities.
4: Hmm. I I mean I understand that, but what's the alternative? I mean, but then is... again,
6: I also understand how promoting from within can be received by fan bases. You want to go out and go and go and hire the biggest and the brightest, and you want to, you want to hire known commodities, right? You got to sell something. I understand that. Okay. <laughs> but it's just I don't know. I don't love where this part of the sport is trending.
4: You know who might get the the interim job? I'm I'm curious about this Georgia State. Chad Staggs, who is the he's the defensive coordinator. He's been there for about a year now. He came in last March.
6: But he was on the coastal he was staff coastal. with Jamie Chadwell, right? Yep.
4: He was at North Greenville. he he's been a Chadwell guy. Uh he was North Greenville, he was at Delta State, Charleston Southern, and Furman before he ended up at coastal. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, coaching experience. Uh, w- wouldn't be shocked to see him get it. The offensive coordinator is uh, doesn't look as as you know experienced to me. Um, Trent McKnight played uh, quarterback back in the day at uh, Samford, but I think that if you're going to keep it in house, my guess is D- defensive coordinator Chad Stags would get a chance. My that makes some guess. sense. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it does. Uh, and then hopefully, like you said, they keep the rest of the staff intact. I, I would assume that they would. I mean, some of these guys might be like, "No, nah, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm going to find another job. Maybe there's something out there I can do or be a, you know, maybe off the field kind of kind of role for a year to try to get back into this." Six five four roar. You know, I, I again, I, I totally acknowledge the idea of what would be how this would be portrayed. Things go horribly for Beamer this year. What if you have to fire him mid-season? Who are you going to get? Now, now you have a guy who could take it. He's literally done it. You have, I, I I totally get that, and I think you can you can make a a nice case for it. I just feel like that's that's a lot of moves. You know, that's a lot of chess, and I I just don't see some of the some of the parties involved playing that kind of chess right now. What kind of chess? It's it's not even. I it's it's just normal chess. I I just don't know that that I want to give some people credit for playing for looking ahead this far and ah, giving themselves out. I
6: get what you mean. Okay,
4: just want to see if you uh, caught that. Jerry in Little River, South Carolina is up next. Hey, Jerry, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? Doing well. I, I just had a comment on the Sean Elliott issue. I mean, I know there's some good ball players down at Georgia State, but you know, many of them. I'm sure had hopeful dreams of playing at South Carolina, Clemson, and beyond. And so I think that, you know, Georgia State being their best offer, I'm not so sure if they were all in on Sean Elliott as as if, you know, if that's your best offer, then, you know, I just feel like that's but that, what – But
4: that's you, to say that's, that all players who aren't playing at Power 5 level are are just – just there to be there? I don't. I don't know that I understand that.
1: Well, I mean, my son uh, had golf scholarships. To Anderson University's coach begged me to convince him to come to Anderson, and he said he'll be an academic freshman All American. He'll be the the uh, the face of our program. Y- yak yak yak. Blah blah blah. And Anderson's not cheap, and it was going to cost me $7,000 a year to send him there. And he had uh, a few other smaller scholarship offers. And when it was all said and done, he just looked at me point blank. Now, let me backtrack just for a second. I had him at a golf course or a driving range every single day for his last two years of high school, whether it was pouring down rain, hell and snowing, or whatever, we were there because he wanted to be there. But he looked at me and he said, uh, "I want to go to Clemson." And I, I said, uh, "Do what?" And he said, "Yeah, if I can't play D1 ball, then then you know he said, here's what he actually said. He said." I didn't apply myself academically where I could go somewhere and stand on my head and make a 4.0. Quite frankly, I thought I needed to have a DNA test because I, I you know, I was like, my son just said this because I always looked for the easy way out academically. But, but anyway, I that was just my perception. Uh, I didn't mean to rain on the rain on the parade. No, no, you did. First didn't. time you caller. Didn't. Well, thank you. First for time getting caller, in. and let me tell you. I absolutely love listening to you guys down here at North Myrtle Beach. So, I appreciate you being on the air for
4: me. We appreciate you listening, Jerry. Get in again. Thanks for the call today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye now. Take care. I, guess I'm, I enjoyed his perspective on that. Um, I you know, I think that these guys, in the long run, they they, they have a lot of options, right? Just because you didn't make it to the, to the Power 5 level, there were still a lot of schools that well, would have f- taken these guys. They yeah, went to play for
6: yeah, and I mean, coach. it doesn't matter. I, I I get where Jerry's coming from, and I appreciate the call and, and the perspective there, but it's also – but you still have to have differentiating factors, even if it's a different level of football, right? Like, I still – you need to have something that separates Georgia State from MAP State, from Coastal, from Jacksonville State. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I I don't know, but that's was a good call by Jerry. I appreciate him getting in.
4: It's about Everlon Living in Clemson, 150 Pershing Avenue, located right in the heart of Patrick Square Town Center. So when you live at Everlon, you get the proximity to all the businesses, amenities, restaurants, things to do there in Patrick Square, and you get a great community of people, people that uh, not only that live there but also work there, always a smiling face, love going over there whenever we're invited over to Everlon. It's a great community. It's for adults 55 and up, looking to get the most out of life, beautiful aesthetics premium amenities, no upkeep of a traditional home, and they have so many options for you. They have a studio, apartments, they have one bedroom, two large bedrooms, uh, Wi-Fi cable TV, washer and dryer, housekeeping services. It all comes included in your all-inclusive pricing. So go check them out at everlawnliving.com. That's the website. You can get set up to get a Free tour, see the the uh, community that everyone lives in there and get a good feel for it. If you or a loved one looking to get the most out of life, not ready for assisted living, then I highly encourage com. Go check out their website today. When we come back, hour number two, we'll dive into some college basketball. And we got Daniel Shirley from theathletic.com coming up here in about an hour. Stay tuned for that. You're listening to the Press Box on The Roar. More to come. Right after this, one, hour two gets started.
7: WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson,
4: Greenville, Anderson, W A H T A M AM 1560.